the, the Boga Honey Podcast. That's why I, I tried not to have cams on my bow. I don't have to deal with slippage or anything Shut like up. that. You just put a new string on there, you're fine. What is Boga? But seriously, that's the dumbest thing ever. It, it go, I am all about Just strap it to your pack. Really appreciate the fact that you're from Michigan and not Georgia. You don't want to be the next Mark Kenyon. No. I'm a shit show. <laughs> that's, that spot's taken. You can see how pathetic Jared's face is right now. <laughs> because that's how it looked. It was just like, is this good enough? Hey, everybody. Before we begin, we're going to thank a couple of sponsors that helped make this show possible. First up is Vortex Optics. We've been using their glass for a long time. Uh, everything from their binoculars, spotting scopes, rangefinders, and a new thing called Vortex Edge. Vortex Edge is their new world-class firearm training course, and they, they're going to provide courses on precision rifle, uh, pistol, a couple of military tactics, and of course, hunting and outdoors. And also, their spring and summer apparel line is dropping soon. So make sure to head over to vortex.com apparel and save yourself 20%. By using what code? BOGA20. Nice. Trophy line, tree saddles. They are a one-stop shop. Sticks, platforms, yeah, saddles. It's uh, And they just came out with a new EDP platform. It's a smaller, lighter, stronger version of the mission platform made in the U.S. It's the perfect size for us as mobile hunters. It's going to be available this April, so make sure to go and get yourself one. Save yourself 10% while you're doing it and use the code BOGAHUNTINGTL10. Don't miss any letters in that. Go check them out. If we said it once, we said it a thousand times. Arrows are the lifeblood of the archery industry. Vector arrows, vector custom arrows are the arrows that we shoot. Jared and I specifically shoot the vector HMR, the vector hammers. Hammer them. Yep. They're a four millimeter micro diameter shaft that are super strong, extremely durable. You're going to go to the website. All you have to do is input your specs and they're going to build the arrows directly for your specs. So head over to vectorcustomshop.com and they're going to hook you up. First Light has been for a long time considered a Western company. Even though we, it couldn't be farther from the truth, uh, the Solitude system, Sanctuary system, a lot of their their uh, clothes. All are. whitetail oriented. And now they just came out with their new Spectre camo pattern, specifically made for the whitetail habitat. It's coming out this spring. You guys need to stay tuned because... You're going to be invisible. It's going <laughs> to change your life. Yes. So stay tuned at firstlight.com for when they're dropping out their new camo pattern. Holy cow, this was this was a painful process for some reason. We kept trying it I'm like it's the same meeting that I sent you, I was in and you were in and they weren't connected for some reason. Yeah, but I don't know, it's probably me. Deal. Yeah. It, it was your fault. You know what? Yeah, it come was on, your fault. Man. You know? Trying yeah. to run a legit operation here. <laughs> I'll take the blame. <laughs> <laughs> That's what so. we do on the cast. Was uh we just blame the guest. That's Any right. technical good difficulties? You know, oh, what? perfect. Yeah, I mean, we, it's it, should, it can't be us. We do this too much to make <laughs> yeah. mistakes. Well, you know what? We still have never figured out how to hook these stupid cables up. 
Oh, man. We, we were just talking about it on the ride here. It's like we really need to idiot-proof these cables. Like maybe get little diff- tape, a different color duct tape. And putting it to connect. I, every time I'm like, ah, wrong wrong hole. You do. Story <laughs> of my life, you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, you, and it just it's a mess. So, yeah, I had to correct you, at least on three of the connections on there. But For sure. It, more he gets mad at me because he's always like, you set it up. I'm like, all right. And I'm just, I, I promise you, if here's you know, the that thing, goes here's here, clean, I just there. start plugging stuff in. I figure, you know what? It'll work out in the end. And here we are. It works. Never works. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never works. Um, and here we are. I'm getting blamed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, Casey, um, thanks for joining us. Um, we're actually... Jared's recovering right now. From what, we just got done with what a three mile run. It was a nice little yog. We yeah. had a little time. We're like, I'm like, hey man, it's the first sixty degree day in Michigan. Almost seventy. We I think it got up to sixty seven. Awesome today. Yeah. 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 And uh, so we ran. And I feel like you're. I'm sure your lactic acid is be- building up after I ran you into the ground like that. <sighs> I need a stiff beer to wash it all away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything though. Yeah. <laughs> well, Casey. Um. Like I said, appreciate you coming on. Um, let's just jump right into it. You want to tell everybody who you are, what you do? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm Casey Vandergraaff. Uh, I work for Prime Archery. So um, do a little bit of marketing there, do a little bit of graphic design, do a little bit of photo video. So um, there's there's two people in our marketing department there, so me and one other guy, and we handle everything from G5, Prime, Quest. Um, and then we recently started a company called Grace Optics, so a little red dot site. So do a little bit of everything and yeah it keeps us busy especially especially a year like this it is a busy industry (laughs) yeah i can believe it you know that that's funny we talk about it a lot we felt like we saw a lot more people hunting uh in archery season like than we've ever seen before Mm -hmm. this year do you you see a lot of like uptick in sales and stuff like that oh yeah for sure yeah we've had i mean g5 has been around for uh i think 25 years now and it's we've had our best year that we've ever had um so that plus i mean we've had some of our best months we've had million dollar months which we we haven't done in in quite a few years so um people are out there in the woods and they are flinging some arrows so <laughs> so good. Ja- jared actually and we didn't this is not planned mm-hmm. but jared you recently were you about what the the nexus four yeah so four? i actually haven't told anybody yet but uh last month i did a, a bobine basics video and I told mm-hmm. everyone at the end, I was going to shoot all the different companies and, and most of the flagship top models that this archery shop had there. And I'm now announcing it that I... But this will come out by the time you've announced. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll just spill the beans on it. It will. And people will do it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I got the Nexus 4. The thing is freaking awesome, nice. man. What, yeah, what, is it green? Uh, it's the Grizzly Brown. Brown. What makes you go brown, brown over green? just what they had i'm not a, i like i like different colors but i liked the brown it's a sick little color yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah that's a good look that's been our number one seller for sure that's probably the best bow in my opinion that we've ever made so what, what are the what is that what's the uh that's i would assume that's what like the 32 inch or something like that 34 34 yeah yeah so yeah we have like we have our grip is in the center of the bow uh so it's a center gripped riser um, so that 34 inch, it is a longer bow, but it feels, it feels like a normal bow. It doesn't feel very big in your hand. So yeah, see, I was always a fan of the, that was my range with compound bows, like the 34, 35 inch. Mm-hmm. 
I just feel like yeah. it's not that long. It's the most stable. If I could get like a six and a half inch brace height or higher, like in that that length, I'm just I'm gonna shoot it well. Like it's stable. Yep. It's not. It's heavy enough where it it's kind of sits well. I'm, yep. And uh, yeah, I like that. Those that's a, that's pretty sweet. So how you been shooting with it? Um, God, it's been cold out. But yeah. Yeah. it has been cold out <laughs> except for today. I've been busy I've, running with me. Too busy running, but no, I have been. I've been shooting a little bit. I haven't sighted in my uh, my sight yet, just because it's a new bow. I can't really dial well, it. Well, you were talking about switching to a single pin before we. Are you going to do that? I might. I'm mulling it over. Mulling it over. What mulling about no over. sight? Just just instinctive. Fitzgerald style. Yeah, Fitzgerald style. <laughs> Team Fitzgerald. If you guys don't know, we used to watch these guys' videos back in the day, and they just instinctive shoot compound bows they mainly shoot with Matthew, fing- i think with they finger shoot them, with right? fingers we'll, tr- we'll have to have them on they've been doing it for years and it's so dan and guy dan and guy they're good guys yeah we yeah we experience that a lot more than you think so we make like a really long axle the axle so it's like a 39 yep. and you you'd be floored by how many people are shooting fingers with that bow really so, i don't there's still a lot of them out there yeah no sight no nothing good they're for them just like a trad bow yeah it's it's nuts. How, I, they definitely say, keep the arrow companies in business. Right. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you say you've you say you've been seeing it for a long time. How long you've been with Prime? Um, I've been here for five years. Okay. So yeah, um, we go to these events called Total Archer Challenges where we work them in the summer and and yeah, people are just sending arrows. So we talk to a lot of people. A lot of people are shooting our bows and they'll walk into our booth and tell us the whole setup, especially those guys that are shooting fingers. Those guys love to tell us what they're doing. And, <laughs> Holy cow. Because they yeah. feel like they have to prove the world wrong. And I've got I'm nothing wrong with it. I shoot fingers, but I'm shooting no. the traditional bow. So uh, yeah. it's not the same. Like, I feel like with the compound bow, the fingers is just. Yeah. That's how I started, though. When I was I a kid, I was not allowed to have sights or uh, a release. My dad's like, if you, you know what? I got you the bow. You're just going to, like, shoot with this for a while. Because I feel like he didn't know if I was going to, like, stick with it. 22 years later see i thought i was a big deal now. i was i thought i was a big deal when i finally got like a plastic d loop oh my, yeah <laughs> i remember on that. my bowstring yeah. i'm like this <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> yeah uh-huh. latch that uh what was it a true fire patriot oh yeah the true fire mm-hmm. those things are dirty it's like 15 bucks at a walmart or something yeah you're like yeah. i'm yeah. this is it I'm gonna kill so many tear now, yeah, like, <laughs> and you just send an arrow. Like when you got those Nikes with like the little shocks on, and you're like, I can jump high. Oh, like it's, it's such a big difference. Here's the thing: you could jump high. Hey, don't yeah. kid yourself. So, I, you think really I gotta could. get me a pair of Nike shocks? Those were the coolest. Jared wore them all the time. I never had a pair. <laughs> I had the Velcro. We shoes. did. We brought. We went to high school <laughs> together, and we we started a trend. The MTA that swept our high school. MTA pros. MTA they were pro. They're bright white Velcro shoes. Big like bl- bricks of shoes. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what? Those shoes were see- sweet. They were like fifteen bucks. Hey, I there was like there was a section on either side of the foot, right? Yeah. Usually, like where the Nike swoosh is, but it was just where all the seams came together, and it made like this little diamond. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I cut out some camouflage duct tape <laughs> in, in that shape and stuck it in there. Yeah, came to school and was like just on the next level. And you're from Michigan, like I mean that plays well yeah. here, you know. Hey, oh yeah, you're, yeah wh- wh- which part? Here. Which part of Michigan? You're on the east side, right? Yeah, I'm on the east side. So yeah, our company's lo- located in Memphis, Michigan, which is kind of near Romeo or Armada area, and then I actually live in Lake Orion. 
in Michigan, so okay. oh, yeah. drive quite a ways to work. It's Orion. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? I thought it was always Orion. No, oh. it's Lake Orion. Orion? Oh, I've been saying it wrong no. for a long time. Mate, I don't think I can read very well. <laughs> you, you didn't want to no, tell me? No. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that say Orion, so you're Orion. You're right. one of many. Oh, That's potato, good. potato. That's good. No, it's not too far from us. We're right. We're right in the Grand Rapids area. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I actually went to school in Grand Rapids, so Grand Valley. So oh, I was there did. for my wife went yeah, there for yep. five years. Yeah. On that side of the state. It's not bad. Hey, Grand Valley's okay. Hey, there's a lot of big deer there. Yeah, you know, that's deer. what we say about the east No, side. but here's the thing, though. He's not <laughs> wrong. Out by Grand Valley. Oh, Allendale? Allendale yeah. area. There's some good deer. Mm-hmm. That's uh, What's his face from Long Range? I feel like Hunt's out there. One of those Yeah, guys. Dylan. Dylan, yeah. Yeah, Dylan, he kills some giants he out there. He kills good. He shot like six bucks this year. I know. And it's like all public land too. <laughs> you know what? I see it and I'm like, he goes, he catches huge salmon and like. Dylan you know or Dawson? No, Dylan, the guy that always works on our. I know like who the, Dylan is. One of the best guys to know. Nicest guy you've ever yeah. met. He is, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he's and yeah, he's a good hunting. They so he works obviously in the archery shop and he'll work the morning shift and he'll get out at twelve and every single day he goes hunting. Yeah, so it's a little a, different now. Now he's got a girlfriend, so ooh. that'll take. A- <laughs> I was gonna say he when you're a single young buck. You have expendable yeah. income and nothing hey. but time. Could you imagine if we oh, were in that position right now? Probably, think of the 200-inch bucks we'd be shooting on a regular basis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guaranteed. You've been at you you've been at G5 for what five years? Um, yeah. You work on bows. You work with you guys do a lot of broadheads. I mean, I've shot I don't know how many Montec broadheads in yeah. my life for like the longest time. Just solid one piece sharp. Um, you do Quest. What what keeps you the busiest? What's like the uh, What's like the thing you do most? It so it depends on the time of year. So bow, luckily bows and broadheads are totally different seasons. So the buying season for bows is kind of like right now. Um, we're actually kind of getting towards the tail end of it, but um, that initial launch season is so busy for bows, especially for us on the marketing side, creating all the materials and taking photos and and making video stuff. Um, but we kind of have like a little bit of a lull right now, where we have about a month and a half where we kind of play catch up on a lot of stuff and then we'll start to hit uh, broadheads as soon as we start to get a little bit closer to season. So that's when people are buying broadheads or two, two months, sometimes a few days before season. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, so, it's the, Oh crap run. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I yeah. don't have any broadheads. No. So you, is, is that before like Turkey season or like spring bear for a lot of guys is that when that starts up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we make a little bit of a push um, here. I mean, we're, we're starting to push right now. Um, we'll start to, put, start to push a lot of marketing dollars towards that turkey season, um, especially with our new broadhead, the Mega Meat, which is just kind of a bigger... That's what you shoot, right? That's what I'm going to shoot. That was my nickname in high school. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Mega yeah. Meat. yeah. Oh, man. Is that, yeah, we've had quite some blushing. fun in the office of that name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so tell me what the Mega Meat, what's that? Tell me about that. So the Mega Meat is... So we had a dead meat, which was um, an inch and a half, um, three-blade expandable. So pretty much we took that... we pretty much took a, a few different broadheads and mixed them together. So we have a two inch, uh, three blade mechanical and they're lutes blades. So they're super, super sharp blades. Um, so kind of our theory behind that is beforehand, like rage is a two inch cut and they they're, that's what they're known for. And a lot of people are switching out of rage, um, just cause of penetration issues. So when we come out with a two inch broadhead with three blades, it doesn't, it's, there's a lot of marketing that's going to happen. So we have you know, pretty much just that blade angle that changes on our broadhead the most. So 
Uh, the Rages is kind of a, it's, it's a steeper angle like that. And then ours is going to be a lot, a lot more like that. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to slice a lot more rather than, than chop. So you're going to get a lot more penetration, even though there is three blades and it's still two inches. So it, it took us a while to, to make a broadhead that big. We always kind of try to stay away from that. But once we realized the issues with a lot of these two inch um, broadheads, we were able to kind of narrow it down to this, this style and this body and, and, it's been awesome so far. So you're you're going to shoot that, that, what was it called? Uh, meat, mega, mega meat. Mega meat. I, sh- I shot the turkey last year with the Montec. Which what? Which one? The Montec. Oh, the, sorry, the Montec. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> I don't about? Know. I uh, the out. 125 grain? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, this year I just want just, I just want a bigger cutting Mecha- surface. You're going mechanical. Yeah. I'm going to go mechanical, yeah. You, man, yeah. a lot of people trend one way, but you're, you're going right back. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, I mean, they're both really good heads. So that mega meat, um, so I run all of our social media too. So I get all the content from people that, that are having success out there. And I, t- I, I haven't been able to share a lot of this stuff because it is just so gory. Really? <laughs> like it crosses that line where I'm like, I can't put this on. Like, <laughs> that's too bad. much, man. There's, that's yeah. too much. Yeah, it's an instant, it one of those uh, graphic image things, you know, that they <laughs> yeah. throw up. Instant. Do you, do you yeah. really want to see this picture? <laughs> yeah. The thing yeah. is, that makes me want to see it more whenever yeah. I see that. I do too. Yes. Yes, especially, yeah. It's our, so like we have our Prime account where we try to keep it like very cinematic and very professional, yeah. high-end looking. <laughs> And they have our G5 account where we're like, let's just show everything. Let's show all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, but, if you don't have a, like some, you don't like have an outlet for that. It's destructive. Like you need an outlet for the the gore, like the real side of, you know, if you yeah. try to keep it too, you keep that in too much. It's just, not good. Just know that if you ever feel like, oh, I can't post this, send it to us. Yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely look at it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see. So there's that a crap. lot of people. Yeah, especially like as soon as the snow started to hit, like you just have snow that's just like red. Sprayed. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's 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 been really good for that broadhead. So yeah, yeah I'm excited to use it, man. So the you guys mm-hmm. make Montec is you know Montec is the uh, the um, the fixed blade. Do you have other fixed blades you guys make? The M3. Um, oh wow. Yeah. So now we make the M3. So it's it's the Montec M3, so it's a newer version of the Montec. So we've had that Montec for, I want to say, 20 years just about. Um, and, and it took us quite a while to make any changes to that because that is still currently the number one selling fixed blade broadhead on the market. So for us to make a change, we needed a, a good reason to. So um, we made it quite a bit sharper. Uh, it's a stronger metal, so that allowed us to, um, to get those blades a little bit sharper and then... Um, we close those vents on the side so it's a little bit quieter and um it's just it's just overall awesome broadhead i've seen so in our engineering we do a lot of different stuff to test those broadheads we bend them we drop them through a guillotine we do all this crazy stuff um and i've seen that broadhead do things that i've never seen broadhead do so if if i were to put it through a shoulder there's no doubt about it that is the broadhead to do it with what about like a 50 pound recurve how would that fly out of that bad boy? Awesome. That's that's kind of what it's going to be made for. So we're so when is this podcast going to come out? Uh, is it, I mean it can come out whenever you if if you have something <laughs> yeah. you want to well, share. Well, we can... say, so and I guess it's not really a surprise, but we're, we'll be launching our 125 grain Montec M3 here in Thank about a month. You. That's what I was just going to. That was my next question. So, yes. So we just got our first. Uh, we cut our first one the other day, and it is it's awesome. So it's going to be the same cutting diameter. Uh, but what we did is we just extended that tip 
So that's where we added the 25 grains. So it's going to be even more penetration, but um, that's going to be your your uh, recurve broadhead choice it. for sure. I, I've been look. I've been actually looking to figure out. I don't. I hadn't have a plan for this year. I've tried a few, never stuck with anything yet. So mm-hmm. I can honestly say the one reason I chose to go a different route of broadhead this year was because mm-hmm. of the weight. Because of the weight in the M3s, I really wanted to try those out. Because were they new last year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, last year. Yeah. So I I wanted to try the 125s and I was like freaking pulling the rest of my hair out trying to find where <laughs> where are the rest of the 125s yeah. at and it's like well they don't yeah. offer it in 125 yeah. so yeah it's good news as a consumer we appreciate it well especially because the thing <laughs> is always right now like high foc high weight yeah. you know well that- that's why that's why it ended up taking so long because we were we were like do we come out with a collar and put it on the 100 grain or do we make a and then to get it up to 125 and then come out with a 150 or a 175 grain and kind of like, because we didn't know how high all these people were going with their all that FOC trend and stuff like that. So um, we figured 125 is going to be the safe, but that's what most people are shooting. Um, and then maybe eventually we'll throw a collar in there that's that'll that'll bump it up to 150 or 175. So make it modular. People want to. How jump do those up. collars work? Yeah. You just throw it like it's just a piece of like a ring you put in the back, and or used one of those before. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's some like that that our old strikers had. They had like a silver collar, which was a little bit lighter, and then we had a heavier brass collar. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just little stuff like that you can do. That is exciting. I mm-hmm. like I said. So my progression of broadheads went when I was really young. I used a ton of muzzies. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody had muzzies. Everybody did. You yeah. know, yeah. like you could get them so cheap, and I had either orange or green ones. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then I I shot Montec forever. Uh, up until I really switched to, I think I shot Schwacker for a year or two. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I t- shot a deer with the Schwacker that, like you said, like he dropped in sight. I mean, the me- mechanicals mm-hmm. can be like devastating. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because like a lot of those broadheads, they really were amazing. So we we actually tested some old broadheads um, before a lot of these companies got bought out by the conglomerates and started making them overseas. That's where everything went very poorly is just everything was made overseas um just quality just went downhill real quick so we have some older stuff that we've tested and those are still awesome like that muzzy is an awesome broadhead yeah it is um, sharp as soon tough. As they, yeah as soon as they brought it overseas it just i don't know man i don't know what goes on over there but it's the level the like the, they're filling metal with sand and it's like <laughs> it's, I don't yeah that. <laughs> i don't think that's no but it's true like those muzzies are you know, I know Montex are, you know, I'm sure still that way. You could like, you know, you shoot that thing in the dirt, it's still pretty freaking sharp. And you know, <laughs> you know what? I'm yeah. racking me, it back. The years that I was using <laughs> mu- muzzies, I was shooting some arrows in the dirt. That was like ages 12 to like you, no one 17. Had, I'm using muzzies and shooting them in. You know, you're missing arrows. You're college you shoot, you days. Grab it, you throw it right back. It's the quiver. budget, the budget broadhead. You yeah. know, it is. Yeah, we've had people shoot like nine, ten deer with the same broadhead. Love it's it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yep. You sharpen. Do you ever sharpen your broadheads? Have you ever? Oh, uh, no. No, I've never done I that. I probably should, but I mine last me the year and I end up just getting new ones every The year. ones that I've had have blades that you just replace. Yeah. Like you just slide them in mm-hmm. kind of like with the, the you know the muzzy you just slide in or whatever, but um yeah. Man, if I had some Montex, I know there's like you can, there's like stones you can definitely You guys, reach, you guys, you guys actually have those. Yep. Yeah, yeah okay. we got sharpening stones for them, so. 
Yeah, you can keep, yeah. you can keep my, it sharp all I'm, the time. I'm gonna tell you this though, mine probably won't last. Like <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the by the next year, it's just time to get new ones. That's I've grown yeah. to accept that as a fact. Sometimes I'll have leftovers for turkey season, but after turkey season, those things are gone. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. my motto is? You know what? New is good. Full, go full send. Send it. Yeah. I know I got so every year I put a little sticker on my bow somewhere. Yeah, and it's just a different quote every year. And this year it's it's just it's just send it. Just send it. Just <laughs> send it. Otherwise I'm like, because I always look at it and I'm just like, ah, do I do it? And it's just like, just send it. <laughs> That's it. I'm calling a break. We're calling a break. Break in the episode. This For- is a timeout. Timeout in the episode, and we are gonna thank a couple more sponsors. So deal with it. We do a lot of things on our phones. It's just a fact of life. One of the things that Jared and I have found to be especially useful on our phone is our HuntWise app. It's the base. It's basically the ultimate hunting tool yep. set. It's got tons of different maps, land boundaries. They've got HuntCast 2.0, where it, it's an advanced hunting forecast to give you specific times and days that are the best days to hunt. And they also provide a safe and social space for hunters like us and you. Where you can post pictures, share stories. You won't get a graphic image, yeah, you know, Instagram not... cover over it. <laughs> Uncensored and unbiased. Yeah, download the HuntWise app today. It's no secret that I love traditional archery, and I love Bivouac Boco. Jim and Georgia, years of experience. Each bow is handcrafted, one of a kind. I've got special camel limbs that nice. they did special for me. They look awesome, and they stand the test of time, but it's looking great, shoots great. Check them out at bivouacboco.com. Wild Pursuit Wellness makes premium CBD products. It's all natural, broad spectrum CBD, meaning that there is less than 0.0% THC. It can be ingested or used topically on the skin to help with muscle soreness or joints. We, we use it a lot after a long hike. Use promo code BOGA for 20% off at checkout. Check them out, wildpursuitwellness.com. Dude, you know what? I need that on my bow. <laughs> the, this is the you don't, you don't need any more stickers the, on your bow. This is the issue that I've had the last two, three years. I pass up tons of deer all year. It gets to the rut. I have a shot or something. You know, I something doesn't work out with the buck. I spend the rest of the year regretting not prior to the rut shooting at least one doe. Hmm. I've I've passed like midi medium sized bucks and does, and I always regret it. And I need to, something on my bow that just says, just send it, because... My texts aren't enough? I, I, you always do it. Whenever you text me, don't do it. I feel like that just for, strengthens my resolve. I always tell you to shoot a doe first. You do. And I never... This year, I'm going to listen. You know what? I'm going to even Let be it more, be known. My sticker is going to be more blunt Let than it his. Be known. Mine's just going to be, shoot a doe. I'm just going to put that <laughs> right on, just so there's no that, wondering you know in the moment. That sounds like a sticker opportunity. Shoot a doe. Shoot a doe. That's right. Get it out of the way. Fill that freezer up. You know. Yeah, well, they, they have that early season there for you guys, that doe season. Yeah. Right? Hey, you just got to go there and, and put one on the ground. Well, Give you a nice warm up. Last year, I did. Well, I shot one last year, uh, so I lost it. That was my – I tried to shoot a deer, doe early this year. I just blew it. I you just blew it. You hate to see it, man. You hate to see you it. You really do. So, yeah, yeah. You, you guys have the yeah. early season, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we try to get out every year and just get a nice warm-up one in, but fill the freezer and then hold out. Yeah. Now, with with the new, uh, I guess, jumping back to the to the, the bows yeah. that you guys just came out with, uh, especially these Nexus bows, um, 
how much of that new design were you involved with specifically? Like, is that something um, you've gotten your hands on and helping like with all that? Like, you take feedback or? from that you're yeah. hearing on social media or how does that work? Yeah, for sure. We try to, yeah, we try to get as much feedback as we can, mostly from dealer, the dealer side of things. Those are our guys that are working on Arbos and other competitors. So they kind of know what's going to be easiest. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stuff that I've kind of done on the bow is all like, I designed all the decals, the logo, the name, the badging on the side of it, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then a, a few things here and there, but that's pretty much my involvement in the bow. Okay. And then you named I mean, it. They, they have, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I like that. So you get to name. Yeah, that's a big. Hot, yeah, I want to dive into. That's this like a naming bit. a child. You know, your your company's product for the whole year rides on the name that you could give it a terrible name or one that's like a, a foreign word for some swear. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well. Well, it is because like. Uh, last year I named the black series mm-hmm. yeah. um, and that was kind of like supposed to be like the black, like as like in the pinnacle, like the Lexus, the yeah, black, the black label. And yeah. then all like the black, the black rights movement kind of came <laughs> and whole thing and we were just like, Oh no. <laughs> like when it came out, everything's already printed. Everything's done. And we're just like, Oh, this could go so poorly. <laughs> you really you just never that. know anymore. Like, yeah, you, you never know. First off, I I'm going to recircle this a second. First, how did you come up with the name Nexus? And then number two, what other names did you come up with that, didn't, oh, yeah. that didn't make the cut, if you're allowed yeah, to say? So, uh, so naming is like, it's the biggest pain out of the, the entire bow launch is we come up with all these names, put them on a board, and then some people like them, some people hate them. So this year we just kind of, it was one that we've had for, for quite a while that I've had up there for three or four years now um but it ended up we looked up the definition and it was like the connection between two different things so we were um kind of focusing on like the connection between the hunters and and our engineers and then the biggest part of our bow this year was the connect the grip so the the connection between you and the bow so the word kind of just fit really well with the bow and it's cool looking cool looking word so the x yeah yeah so that was that was how we ended up coming with that name and then the one that didn't make the cut that it was between was Scion, um, the S-C-I-O-N. And that, that was kind of like, so the Scion is the person that goes and dethrones the king. Ooh. So it was going to kind of be like uh, you're going into the forest and dethroning that the king of the forest. Ooh, okay. Thing, so. I like that. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so that was kind of the one that, that didn't make the cut. So um, hopefully Matthews or Hoyt or whoever doesn't listen to this podcast and steal it. I'm not sure guaranteed they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's i got a name recommendation a couple ideas for you for next yeah. year like i'm thinking here's the thing you you're in charge of naming it like you mm-hmm. are the marketing expert just tell everybody casey just say casey. this is the casey two the casey four just name it after yourself like your own son but a k I and a c it, yeah i don't yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wish they had, no that's, that's not gonna happen <laughs> all right all right you got any you got any ideas? um I'm trying to think of something. I don't know the Apollo. Holy cow! That's oh, this is why you don't name bows right here. <laughs> so I'm not this good at. This is why our name is Boga. I know. For, the, you for thought of the name. Activities like you know, like this. I don't uh, have one. So uh, that's really cool. So things are going well for you this year. You, I, like I know you do a lot of content production. Like how often are you in the field hunting and, and, and getting out, guys? Um, during season, quite a bit. Um, so we have our our prototype video that we try to do every year. So. Um, I'm always kind of doing one of those following one of our guys around with the camera. Um, 
but yeah, I'm, I'm in the woods quite a bit during season. So, I, I mean, every time we go hunting, we're with the bows or with the broadheads. So I'm always there snapping pictures, even when I'm kind of hunting for myself. So you're, you're a great photographer. You're like, your account is fun to follow just for, you know, cool pictures. I like it. Thank you. Um, do you have uh trips or like this year, are you, you doing a lot of whitetail hunting out on the east side of the state? Or are you going somewhere? What's your, what's your plan? Um, yeah, so I got a, a decent amount of hunting for myself this year, which, um, the one, the company shoots end up kind of last minute usually. Yep. Um, so the stuff that I have planned this year is in May, um, my dad and I are actually going to Alaska to go bear hunting. Mm, brown so bear? I've black bear? Black bear. Yep. Wow. That'd be sweet. Yep. So kind of, it was an awesome kind of the way it happened. It was just, the one of the guy, the guys that was helping out one of the guides that we were at with a, a dealer pig hunt. Um, and he just ended up inviting me and it's kind of a place my dad's always dreamt of going to. And, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, so we, I kind of took him up on it and I was like, I'll, I'll go, man. So, um, bought a plane ticket and we're going to head there and I'm going to actually try to do a little film, Ooh, um, sweet. a little film on it. So yeah. So, um, that, that one I'm really looking forward to. And then I got kind of the usual, we're going to Nebraska early season, September. Um, and then we hunt a lot of Ohio. And then we'll try to get a few does here in Michigan, but sure. Well, yeah, I, you know, turkeys here in Michigan. Oh, well, you just you so no bucks in Michigan. You're just gonna get does. Um, well, I'm gonna go for a buck, but it never turns out. <laughs> I know it's fun. I just say I laugh when you say it because it's like that's it's a pretty true statement, right yeah. there. It is. Yeah. No, I've yeah I've been chasing chasing bucks because I hunt mostly public land, so. Right. It is. I don't know. That's why Dylan at Long Range. I don't know how those guys do it because it is so hard. Like I've got giant deer on public land on camera, and I've never seen one in person. Yeah, I just can't make it happen. I know where they are, but by the time you can't, they're big for a reason. They're yeah. so smart. By the time that time of year comes around, you get them like pictures up to like September twenty, mm-hmm. September fifteen, and then suddenly they just go into their secret range until the rut, which is basically deep in the swamp yeah. usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep that's exactly where the, the buck that i've been chasing yeah he's like at a there's like three trees in the middle of the swamp and that's where he's at and i i got pictures of him one time coming out the first snow of the year he came out early and that was the only daylight picture i got of him all year yeah. so wow yeah you, just, hate, you hate that i have a, i have the same spot that i tried we we actually went after this year both of us did that's when we found that dead buck in the woods yeah that's when we just shot and left well, Which, technically, it was that's in an APR zone, right? Oh, was that you think that's why they let? That's why they let it go. It was uh, not big enough for that zone. Mm-hmm. And it, they just and it was archery was, season too. So I don't know, man. If you're gonna like, how do you you, you can't mess that up? You should have yeah. messed that up. No, problem is that stuff happens more than you more than you, more than you think. You, yep. you, I like to tell myself that <clears throat> that there's just not that many stupid, you know, people in the world, but. You hate to see it. It's no, true. but I think, honestly, I think with all the podcasts and all the YouTube videos and everyone being just a little bit more sensical. Sensitive? Sensitive. No. I don't know what you're trying to say. More in tune with good hunting ethics. Sensible? Ethos. Sensible, maybe? Yeah. Is that the word I'm going yeah. after? Yeah. Uh-huh. That. That there's just kind of a, they're just phasing out maybe that generation and the newer generation is just kind of. They just have yeah. a little bit more value than. than Whoa, maybe. you're a bit, you're you you 
You're throwing uh, down. Maybe. What I don't you know. about boomers, man? <laughs> the boomers will be boomers. I don't think many boomers listen to our podcast that's, either. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of... You're saying a lot of attention has been put placed on, like, the ethics of hunting lately. Which I believe so. Which I think makes sense, and I think it's yeah. probably true. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I can agree with that, for sure. So. And it's probably a good thing. Like, yeah. Like, like it's, this is something we talked about in, I think it was just the previous episode with John. Like, because the hunting industry is under so much scrutiny... There's an opportunity to become better than what we have been. Yeah, like to it's because we're under a spotlight, we have to act better, which mm-hmm. is probably just better for hunting in general, anyways. Right. Continual improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, it's what I do on a daily basis. Yeah. Continual move, improvement. Move hearts. Yeah. <laughs> that's sweet. So you got a Alaska hunt, some hunts around here. Um, you're making a film, so I'm assuming that's a bow. That's a bow hunt, not a rifle hunt. Yeah, yep, it's a bow hunt. Nice. So Dude, he works at Prime. Of well, course, it's he said he's. Yeah, I know. I just I didn't want to assume. Yeah, it's fair. No, it's it's a it's a bow hunt. If I mean, if it gets down to like the last day or two, like the the guy that we're with will have a gun. Um, the boomstick comes out. Really, at the end. boom, boom. Really, really trying. Yeah, really don't want that to happen, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I uh, <clears throat> looking at planning a, a hunt, and I want to start with my recurve but there's a chance that i might move to the old boomstick at some point you can't if things you're not allowed south. to it's not on brand it's not gunga it's boga i know that's why anytime you suggest turkey hunting, hunt turkey hunting with a shotgun i i'm like you can do whatever you want I was just about to say but it, i'm just way. gonna make fun of you and like i'm fine yeah. with, just for the record i'm fine with anybody who does it mm-hmm. i'm just gonna make fun of jared one because i need a reason to and two yeah. <laughs> because like we're literally boga, boga, mm-hmm. not shotgunga, <laughs> not gunga, <laughs> shotgunga. Gunga sounds like a Star Wars thing. Yeah, <laughs> it would be Gungans. The Gungan War. Episode Gun- one. God, I know my movies too much. Yeah. So yeah. you um you got new bows out, new broadheads. Um, yeah. you're you're moving into uh, turkey season. You got big turkey plans. You can stay in state. Yeah, we stay in state. I think we might end up going to Nebraska to to try to knock some turkeys there. Um, what species do they have out there? Uh, they got Rios, so that's probably what it'll end up being. Um, but they got some like some hybrids there and stuff like that. So who who knows? But whenever we're deer hunting there, there's always turkeys around, so we know it's a good yeah. good place to be for there. But um, never done it out of state, so. I've never mm. done that either. You I think it'd it. be a lot of fun. I actually started looking at non-res tags and, you know, license and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, there's a little bit of research you got to do. There's same thing here in Michigan. There's draws oh, yeah. that you got to get into. And Michigan's not that, yeah. like, even though I feel like the one we always try to get drawn for, there's just leftover tags for every year now. Yeah, like, but I'm not taking do, that risk. <laughs> well, exactly. We, we're we doing the, yeah. the April 17. Season one. Season one. Is that season one? Yeah. Yeah. We go back and forth between one and two. What's uh, hunt number one zero eight? Well, you're just giving away everything, aren't you? That's fine. It's, you know how Come big you know how big that region is. Yeah. If big. you find us in the woods, mm-hmm. we'll point you the wrong way. <laughs> the birds <laughs> over there, man. Right by the morels, you know. Yep. Follow those dudes. You guys doing a decent amount then this year? Turkey uh, hunting. We'll do. I'll do about a. So right now, I'm. I have a home, but pretty soon I'll be homeless. Uh. We sold our house and building, but I think 
what that opens me up to is for that one week, because you get only a week here in Michigan, I'll probably start mm-hmm. with you, you know, do a kind of a weekend hunt. And if things, you know, don't, you know, connect, if I don't connect with one the rest of the week, I'll just hunt. I'll go hunting before work and uh, have a great week doing it. Yeah. It starts on a Saturday. So we'll probably go, go up Friday night, Friday night, go put them to bed, put them to bed. Um, Cause we've got a few spots that we hunt on public that we're, we don't see a lot of turkey hunters actually where no, we go. Honest. Have we ever seen one? I've seen one. Yeah, I've seen one with his, one. his kid. Yeah, his kid. Yeah. And that was it. Um, but so we're pretty tuned in on where they roost and we can usually get on them pretty quick. And then yeah. there's enough state land up there where we can just hop around to different spots if we don't get anything off the roost in the morning. Yeah. And I I mean I plan on going there Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Maybe even to Wednesday. Ooh. I'll just I'll block that time off and we'll just We'll just hammer hard at them. Uh, we like to get up, call, try to get them off the, you know, when they come down. And if that doesn't work by, I don't know, 11, like I just, I'm I'm, I'm walking basically uh, the rest of the day. A bow and go? Just a bow and go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really fun. I'm coining that term, you by know, the way. I, I, like th- that. I thought about it today. I like it. Right there. A bow and go <laughs> hunt. I'll tell you this, though. After a day of turkey hunting, like when you're doing a bow and go, you're tired. Like that that night, I hit the sack hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta write down Bowen. Oh, I'm gonna really forget it. Yeah, he I'm gonna write these, down. He gets these notepads. The other one had like different things he was researching about hunting written down in a, a little mm-hmm. notepad. Uh, this was a lunch. It was a lunch order: pork and brisket with beans. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> that was the lunch. Farts, the that was lunch. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I, I I get that. I wake up as being a creative. I wake up in the middle of the night, have a good idea just open up the phone and start going and does that happen that's right or else you forget them man that's that, right that's how that happens that's how you're creatively inspired you in the middle of the night the wee hours sometimes sometimes i am i've got some awesome commercial commercials written down on my phone that just never end up happening but that's awesome I from love that. night and, oh yeah i just have yep. i just wake up because i have dreams that my teeth all fall out <laughs> and, and that's the dream that i have what does that say about me i've had that dream <laughs> i hate that, I've dream. Had that dream it freaks me out i'm like the bad yeah, you know th- they're all there always thankfully <sighs> one day okay so speaking of which i have a, i had a deer jaw <laughs> that i had saved and the teeth kind of started coming out and so i had like a full molar <laughs> so i'm outside with the i'm like d follow me and pretend like you're scared right so i come in and i'm like you know, my wife's name is Laura. I'm like, Laura, Laura. I like show it to her. She lost it. She like freaked out. She's like, we have to call a dentist. And I'm like trying to convince her. I'm like, it's just a deer tooth. It was all black. So which kind of offended me. Like, what does she think about my teeth that they're all like fully tartar? If we call those sugar bugs at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any sugar bugs. You don't want sugar bugs. <laughs> That's why you got to brush your teeth. You got to brush. Do you really call them that? Dude, so if you don't brush your teeth, kids you sugar bugs? hate the idea of bugs in their mouth or in their nose. So the, <laughs> just like if you want, like, hey, you need you need to brush your teeth. No, I don't want to. You, do you want your sugar bugs? So like you tell them that, sh- that bugs that's what will the crawl dentist. In their mouth? That's what the dentists tell them that that's what sugar does to their teeth. It's like little bugs that eat away at their teeth. So I'm just taking that and running with it. I mean, like, it's not really a we bug. need to, <laughs> we got to brush out them sugar bugs. Wow, and that works. <laughs> Fear, huh? Oh, dude. And she looks at me wide-eyed and goes, okay. Jared rules with an iron fist, man. Mm-hmm. I was at his I'm, house the other day. No, actually, it's not true. I was at your house <laughs> a couple of days, ago, a couple of weeks ago doing a podcast. And I feel like your daughter just was doing what – she was, like, looking at you, like, 
Dad, you're not my boss. Yeah. And it was cracking me up because I was engaging her and I was maybe riling her up a little bit. Well, with company. And, like, she's looking at me and I'm like, yeah, she's being really cute too. With company around, they seem to be a little. Uh, it's pretty funny. Little pirates. Yeah, they know com- they know companies around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but you love to see it as as a friend, not the dad. You love to see it. You know, for for people that are looking to get into prime archery, um, you know, what what would be your suggestion? Uh, how, how would you suggest people find you? Uh, where could they find you know to shoot your bows? Um, what would be your message to them? Yeah, so we, we have a dealer locator um, right on our website. So you can kind of go in there, type in your zip code, it'll lead you to the nearest dealer. Um, so that's kind of the best way there. Is we've got a small amount of dealers, I'd say, um, but we really handpick them, and, and they're really good guys, and, and they're very knowledgeable, especially with our bows. There's a lot, kinda, there's a lot going on. Um, so those guys, are we, we go through and we do – uh, little FaceTime meetings with a lot of them and, and really teach them how to tune our bows and work with them. And so our dealers really do um, know quite a bit. So those guys are awesome. And we kind of like to lead them there. And then um, you get them in their shop. It's good for the industry and it's good for all that. So um, just head into your local dealer, find it on our website. And um, yeah. And then there's guys, there's obviously a lot of our guys are our content creators and, and stuff like that, that are very helpful too. So if you have mm-hmm. any questions, yep. there, reach out to some of those guys and um, a lot of those guys can ask, actually the in the field questions can really help with that kind of stuff. So absolutely, yeah. no, that's good. You know, I I'll say I uh, I shot a lot of prime before switching traditional. I had the ion. I shot that like I think it was the was it the ion yeah. a short little bow, sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a synergy. I had a couple of them. Yeah, you did. Uh, they're sweet. Yeah. Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah. And yep. you shot the last couple years, right? Yep. I've had the CT five last year, and I just um switch it over to the nexus 4 this year and like i said I, you guys make some incredible bows um, represent michigan well yes michigan company so we always love that yeah. factor we appreciate that yeah yeah and um yeah we look forward to shooting the, the mega meets that's and some, some gobblers baby and following i'm i'm excited to see the uh if you put anything out for the bear hunt you're doing i'm mm-hmm. excited to see how that goes yeah yep yep i'll definitely be putting something out there's a few different storylines i can go go down but yeah well man thanks for uh spending the time for coming out and we appreciate it no problem thanks for having me on guys thanks got it thank you for listening to this episode of the boga hunting podcast if you guys like what you hear and want to follow along on what we're currently up to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on and follow us on instagram at boga hunting join us next week And we'll see you then.